The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. The host and guest are not financial advisors. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. We encourage you to consult a qualified advisor before making any investment decision. This is Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate, the podcast where we cover home buying, home selling, home improvement tips and ideas, market trends and developments, and investing in real estate. If you own real estate in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, or want to own real estate here, then you're in the right place. Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate is hosted by Blake Watson, a real estate agent and investor in Tennessee and Georgia, brokered by EXP Realty, LLC. Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate. I'm Blake Watson, agent with EXP Realty, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we have as our guest, Bruce Dodd of Chat Mortgage. Hello, Bruce. Good to have you today. I appreciate the opportunity to be here, my friend. Bruce, we had breakfast a few months back, and you shared with me a great illustration of how buying a home is an investment. We all know that, but you described sure. it, talking about it in terms of leverage. Sure. Well, so when you think about it, there's lots of reasons to want to buy your first house. There's lots of reasons. You know, so you have control, pride of ownership, all those sorts of things. But I think it's important to think about it as an investment. Uh, when you think about real estate as an investment, more wealth is gathered in the United States from real estate than any other class of investment. Now, why is that? Well, one reason is that real estate historically has gone up. You know, there's only so much dirt. They're not making any more of it. Right. Sort of the whole supply and demand thing. Right now, we've seen property values move up because there's just not enough supply. You know, over the last year, we've had the highest interest rates we had in 20 years. But pretty much any place in the country, real estate on average has gone up in value. So if you look at, for example, here in Chattanooga, if you look at the years 2000 to 2020, 20 years prior to the pandemic, property went up by about 4% a year, give or take, but about 4% a year. Well, 4% appreciation doesn't really sound that earth shattering. For most people, when you buy real estate, you're not writing a check for the entire value of the property. For most people, some people do, but not very many, not very many. You know, 95% of people are financing the acquisition of real estate. And so when you look at real estate, very often for a lot of people, the monthly payment is kind of a sunk cost. You know, sunk cost, when you talk about in economics, is a cost that you've already spent. And so if you look at monthly payment for most people, unless you're one of those that's living with family or something like that, you're paying monthly for, you're paying rent. And so that's really not an incremental investment for most people. They're already making a monthly payment. So really when you invest in real estate, if property, I'm just going to use the amount $250,000 just because I can do the math in my head. <laughs> and so if you look at $250,000, a 4% gain on $250,000 is about $10,000 a year. And so $10,000 sounds great. However, if you look at most people, when they buy their first house, they're putting down 5% or less. 
Right. But let's right. just use 5%. Mm-hmm. Let's say 5%. Well, if the value is going to go up by 4% and you're investing 5%, well, 4% is 80% <laughs> of 5%. Right, right. Um, yeah. So really from the cash that you invest in the property, your incremental investment on that 5%, if you're making 4%, that's 80%. Well, let's say you make a big down payment. Say you make a big down payment. You put down 20%. That 4% increase off your 20% down payment is a rate of return of 20%. I get that. Yes. So, well, let's compare that against other investments. Right. Warren Buffett once bet a group of money managers over a five-year period to better meet a million dollars for charity that they couldn't beat the S&P 500. So typically over a period of time, the S&P 500's return eclipses what most money managers can do. And so what's that average return? Well, if you look at that since its inception, if you're reinvesting dividends, that's about 10%. Okay. It's about 10%. Yeah. Yeah. That's better than most money managers do. So that would say you probably should just invest in the S&P 500. Stockbrokers don't start hunting me down in the streets. But, um, but, but no, you're right. You're, you're saying that S&P 500 is going to return about 10% a year that's on, right. on average. Yeah, and it's going to be up and down. Some years will be 20, some years will be zero. But over a five-year period, 10% is probably a reasonable expectation. And it's hard to beat that in the stock market. It is. As, as it the is. professionals However, would However, here's the difference. Drive down to any stockbroker right here in Chattanooga. Call up E-Trade, call up Charles Schwab, call up anybody you want, and say, hey, I'd like to make an investment into the S&P 500. I want to buy the, an ETF. There's one SPY. Tell me you want to buy SPY. You want to buy $10,000 worth, but you only want to make a 5% down payment. And you'd like to finance it. Right. <laughs> They're probably not going to let you do that. That's exactly so the right. Reason why, They're going to laugh you right out the yeah, door. So That's the exactly right. The reason why people are able to gather wealth from real estate, part of it is real estate goes up. But part of it is you can finance the acquisition of real estate. You can add leverage to real estate when you buy it. There you go. Because of that possibility of of leverage, then you are kind of incrementally. You're maximizing. You're, yeah, you're, 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 you're turbocharging your returns. Turbocharge. Very good. And and you're not risking all of your cash. Well, you well you are risking, I guess, your 10, well, I mean, your it's 5% hard, it's down. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine. You know, if you buy a $250,000 property that's going to be worth zero, right? Um, could it could property values go down? They could. Um, if you look at the Chattanooga area, the last time the median sales price went down year over year was 2010. And when that occurred, uh, that was still in the middle of, midst of the mortgage crisis. And the median sales price or the sort of the halfway point of the market went down by about one and a half percent one and a half percent down and that was as bad as it got yeah and so when you look at that at that point in time there if you look at the numbers of homes that the market absorbs how many sales there are a month there were about there was about 12 and a half months worth of inventory you know recently here in the chattanooga area you've got maybe two months inventory yeah right so 
we're a far cry away from 12 and a half months worth of inventory. We're seeing property values go up. I would argue if you've seen a, since the pandemic, you've seen a greater rate of return than 4%. And I would argue we're most likely going to see that the last time we saw. So interest rates right now are kind of at a 20 year high in 2019 rates were about four and a half percent in 2020 rates went down by about 1% on average. But yes, you can find somebody got a 2% 30-year mortgage, but by and large, most people that were buying, if you look at the average rate, it was in the threes. So the interest rate market got better by about 1%, and the median sales price jumped up 14 point something percent, almost 15%. So I think it's reasonable to think we'd eclipse the 4% that we saw for 20 years. I think property values, should we see rates move down? I think we'll see those. What is it going to be 14 point something percent? I don't know. If I knew that for sure, I wouldn't be talking right now. I'd probably just be investing money. <laughs> so I don't know that for yeah. sure. sure. But uh, but I would think it's going to be more than 4%. I would think if we see rates go down. Well, and you know, I mean, really over any 10 year period of time at all in Chattanooga, there's never been a time, if you look 10 years back, where you're going to be seeing property values have declined. It's no, always been up, no. and everybody's always glad that they bought. Now, can can some, I mean, there's sort of a macro-micro. You know, when you look at macroeconomics, the general economy could have one performance. Could one business have a much worse performance? Well, true, sure. True. Sure. One property could. Yeah, one yeah. property could, but that's why you hire a professional realtor who's going to pull comparable sales and who's going to advise you on that. I think if you look at the smartest people in business, they typically have a coach. I mean, Bill Gates had a financial coach. It was Warren Buffett, but um, he had a financial coach. <laughs> Tiger Woods, at the height of his prowess, had a swing coach. Right. People have coaches. So I think it's, it's insane if you're going to approach something as complex as the real estate market without hiring a coach, without hiring somebody to advise you. And that's what a good realtor will do for you. Excellent. I happen to be talking to one right now. <laughs> you are talking to one right now. That's right. So let's look at 2024. We know that rates have been, as you mentioned, at a 20-year high. What are you seeing for our new year? Here we are at the at the dawn of a new year. Well, I think when you look at interest rates, I can predict with absolute certainty one of three things will occur. <laughs> uh, they'll either go up, go down, or stay the same. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Um, do I think all signs would, would show that we're going to have a better interest rate climate, I think, in the future than we've had here recently. When you have historic highs, they don't typically stay at that for very long or they wouldn't be called historic. Right. So I think we'll see better rates. I would tell somebody who's approaching the real estate market if the thought is you wanna wait till rates improve before you buy a house, just keep in mind, whether you're talking about real estate, you're talking about water bottles, we're talking about microphones, things sell based on the number of people who want to buy it and the, and the ones that are available, supply and demand. It's kind of inarguable. I mean, no matter what the market is, that's the case. I think supply has been an issue 
but demand has not been like screamingly high because rates are higher. So most people that it's optional for them, whether they want to sell their house and buy a new house, if they're toting a three and a half percent interest rate and rates are seven or close to 8% as they were for some of 2023, those people have sat on the sidelines. And so, yes, I think those people will re-enter the market. I think we may see more inventory, but I think you're going to see pricing pressure continue to move up. If 2019 to 2020 is any indication, then I think you may find the biggest cost in real estate may be the cost of waiting because I think you may see prices move up. So I would say if somebody doesn't own real estate, I think it makes sense to acquire real estate as quickly as you can. Right. I, I definitely see that. I'm, I'm very concerned because I have so many folks that I talk to that are saying, hey, you know, when rates ease off, I'm going to be looking at buying. Well, if you are entering the market at the same time as everyone else, whatever inventory is there, it's everybody looking at it. Yeah. So everybody think, trying to get it. I think when one is predicting the future, probably the best way to do that is look at the past. And so what did we see in 2020 when rates came down? We saw it very difficult to buy a house without paying a bunch more money than they were asking for it. We saw bidding wars on pretty much every property. I mean, there was properties that had offers in the double digits on a regular basis. I mean, I've seen as much as like 30 offers or something. Could we get back to that? I'm not sure. But I think it'd be, it could be certainly more competitive than it is today. Yeah, good thought on that. What do you expect as far as your business, the lending business? Is there anything, um, things coming up in the mortgage world or in the lending business that we need to kind well, of cognizant of? Well, I think to a degree, when when things get much busier, which I think they very well could, it's not a time when you see a lot of new products. And so I think if we're going to be looking at a de decreasing rate environment, and mortgage companies are a lot busier, then that's not really when you see a lot of innovation in product mix. And so I think you'd probably look to see, I mean, really, when you look at the loans that most people get, I've been doing this 34 years, guidelines for a conventional loan haven't really changed much in 34 years. FHA and VA, yeah, they make changes all the time, but it's incremental small changes, not dramatic different earth shattering stuff. So, you know, if I got a, if I buy, buy a house today, am I missing some newfangled mortgage where I get paid money because I bought a house or something? I don't think so. <laughs> right. So I, I would, I would tend things on the lending side tend to move a little bit slow. Um, so I don't think we'll see a whole bunch of new product or anything like that. Okay. Is there anything that you are looking forward to in 2024 maybe we haven't discussed already not really um i think it, it'll be nice to see rates come down so something's more approachable for some folks i think that's something we're gonna see i think we'll see a more active market it's been pretty active i think we'll see more supply so i think that will make things easier you know i really believe especially for chattanooga when you look at chattanooga as a real estate market we don't see the booms that we see in some markets, but I think that's kind of positive because then you also don't see the busts. I mean, it's a steady eddy market. Uh, we're fortunate that, you know, we have a very attractive state income tax of zero. 
It's pretty mm-hmm. attractive. I mean, you can't give much lower than zero. Um, so that's attractive. So I think we'll continue to see uh, other higher tax rate states. I think you're going to continue to see people move to Chattanooga. There are continue with technology. There's more people who can work wherever they want to. They can live wherever they want and work where they're working right now. Uh, so I think that's changed things to the benefit of places that are great to live, like Chattanooga, especially if you have a low tax environment. And so I think we'll continue to see more people move to our area. So I just think it's, you know, good, bright stuff. You mentioned more people moving to our area. I certainly am seeing that. I'm seeing a lot more requests from out of state interest in buying here in Chattanooga. Um, You have a lot of people move here because our housing is more approachable and they've never owned real estate before. You talk, I talk to a lot of people that are buying their first house that are moving here from someplace other than the surrounding area. So I think you, you know, that's a draw for a lot of people. You see a lot of people who are interested in investing in Chattanooga. You see a lot of out of state property investors who want to buy houses here because of the price points and the returns they can get on those. You can get similar rents as you get in other places, but the house costs a lot less. (laughs) And for people that are entering the real estate investing world, it's just much more approachable here than it is a lot of places. Do you do a lot of investment loans? Well, we do. I mean, we do more loans for people that are going to live in the house. Mm-hmm. But I mean, every month I'm doing investment properties. Okay. How would people get in touch with you, Bruce, if they wanted to? Talk uh, with we're you? pretty easy. Um, Chatmortgage.com. You can check us out there. Um, 423-591-9801. We've had the same phone number since 2009. Uh, we're at 6650 East Brainerd. Stop by and see us. Um, if you open a window and yell loudly, you know, sometimes we can answer, not always, uh, smoke signals. <laughs> if you're going to send smoke signals, you want to do it early in the day because later in the day they don't show up as well. So, I mean, just give us a call 423-591-9801. Come by and see us at 6650 East Brainerd Road or check us out at chatmortgage.com. Thank you so much for coming and being on the show, Bruce. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Chattanooga Real Estate. I'm Blake Watson, real estate agent with EXP Realty, LLC. My mobile phone is 423-315-1815. And my brokerage office phone is 888-519-5113, extension 1241. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Blake Watson and on Instagram as Rock and Roll Blake. My website is realestatebyblake.com. Please subscribe to the show and listen next week for more great Chattanooga real estate information.